Tim or can tell me for social media, Dylan underscore CBP, man. And today, today I got two people in the studio with me. One is off mic, Alex and Wisdom, and we're there chilling. And we have a return guest, Andrew. attention real quick. I brought some sound effects in. I don't normally do, but I gotta get y'all attention real quick. So, you know, I was working on a way f- to make the show available outside of kru.org because a lot of people have class this time or they have something to do. And right before the show started, I just got confirmation. So now you can listen to my show in podcast form on Stitcher Radio, Radio Public, um, what else do they call it? There's a, there's a long list of them. There's a long list. All right, Stitcher Radio, Radio Public, Breaker, and I'm going to name the big three, all right? So you can listen on Google Podcasts. Got to drop a pump back to flex Also listen on Spotify. <laughs> and the big boy, you can now listen on Apple Podcasts. Thing, but like me, like I think, like it wasn't downgraded, it was just optimized. 
yeah, just to get it to run and have good solid thirty frames. So that's what I that's what I think. It's still nice though. See the run well and everything. Yeah, that's very satisfying. It's like triple A for puddles. People are so focused on puddles. Like <laughs> puddles, puddles. <laughs> like there's puddles everywhere. And then if I step in, it's gonna splash. And like so, and like that that doesn't matter. But what was that all for? Your first impressions of what you got to play? Yeah, man, that's pretty much all I've got. I'm definitely gonna put that on the social copy. I'm excited. I'm gonna have to dig into it myself. they could pin it? Like, is this something they're going to do forever, or is this, like, quote-unquote limited edition? I don't know. I think, I think limited edition. They're probably going to stop, like, once the NFL season ends. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, yeah, it's probably going to be stop it when the NFL season ends and then bring it back when the actual NFL season ends. Cool. Cool. Yeah. All right, Nintendo. Last week, Nintendo was dead silent, and, but that was because they were waiting for the Nintendo Direct. So Nintendo Direct news, the major news, they a whole bunch of stuff happening. We don't have time to cover everything. I just grabbed some of the major stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, sorry. My uh, phone's just going off. Oh, it is going off? All right. Uh, grab those over there. So, let me grab those because they're just over there. Those should. Yeah, because look, that pair right there, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Uh, Isabelle, she's a character from Animal's Crossing. She's coming to Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Nothing much to, to like say there because I have not played Animal Crossing, so I don't, like, I don't know what her moveset is going to be like, so that's like a big mystery to me. Um, on the topic of Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing is coming to Switch in 2019, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure if my aunt still plays it, but like back on the like original like Nintendo Wii days, she was like on Animal Crossing heavy, so I don't know. A lot of people play it. It's yeah. a good game. Tried to get into it, but I never got around to playing it. But you know, it's still being successful. It's still successful because you know they're still putting it out. Yeah. And like they're just pumping stuff out. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, for all the Final Fantasy fans out there, Final Fantasy Seven, Final Fantasy Nine, and I'm just gonna save this last one out because I don't wanna uh, mess it up. Final Fantasy X X Two. HD Remix, all three of those are coming to the Nintendo Switch. So if you're on the Switch and you want to play Final Fantasy on the go, be on the lookout for that. I know a whole bunch of people on Twitter was excited for that. And the biggest announcement, Luigi Mansions 3 uh, is coming to Switch. Nintendo fans, I got y'all today, but 
MG Mansion 3 is now coming to Switch. There we go. <laughs> so, you know, uh, MG Mansion 3, I know a lot of people are asking for this game. A lot of Nintendo fans are asking for this game. And I think Luigi Mansion 2 was a 3DS game. I think so. I never played the second one. I just knew of it. Yeah, so. Yeah, fact check real quick. Yeah, fact check real quick. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's the reason I didn't play it. Yeah, that, uh, Luigi Mansion 2 was a Nintendo 3DS game. So, yeah, just coming back to the primary Nintendo console. So, yeah, Luigi Mansion 3. Let's be on the lookout. Nintendo Switch, I got some games coming, but uh, I'm not sure if they're going to release it. I think they just announced it. Yeah, they just, uh, yeah, they just announced it. Uh, but, you know, while y'all waiting on that, y'all got Super Smash Bros. Ultimate in December to look forward to. On to other gaming news outside of the big three consoles. You, all right, Jump Force. All right, do y'all remember, uh, if y'all watched E3, do y'all remember Jump Force? It was debut in Xbox's conference. I actually did not. All right, so uh, we don't know much about the game right now, but it kind of looks, from at least the style of what it looks like, because we just did get a cinematic trailer. Okay, so, so just was, teasers, like yeah. long cinematic trailers, or just like little teasers? Like long cinematic trailers. Okay. So from what it looks like, it'll look like it might be a like a Dragon Ball Fighter Z style thing. Talk about it. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right, so this is Alex here. So here's the deal about Jump Force. So we're all my anime fans here. Jump Force is based off of the comic book Shonen Jump. Does you know? I actually no, don't know. It's it's like uh, it's like in Japan, and some like American store has it. It's basically like a full stack of book release full of anime mangas, like Naruto and all that stuff. So uh, Jump Force comes from the comic, which is. Uh, Shonen Jump, which is about anime. And so Jump Force is basically a gathering of anime just fighting each other. So you got like Super Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's cool. So you got like Bleach versus uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! or like Naruto against Dragon Ball Z because, you know, those are pretty big deals. Yeah. So, you know. Perfect perfect segue. Perfect segue. Alex, when you mentioned uh, Yugi. So I was scrolling through Twitter and Bandai Namco popped up on my feed and they confirmed that Yugi from Yu-Gi-Oh! was going to be in the game. And I was hyped because I made a tweet. I can't remember which account I made it on. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm like, jump for it, bro. I need to see I need to see Dark Magician. I need to see Vincent Aliens. I need to see, like, this, 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 and that. So I don't know if they saw my tweet or not, but, uh, you know, Yugi, so... Yeah, my friend may answer me. Yugi <laughs> is in the game. It's been confirmed in the game. So, yeah, so, yeah, fighting again. Because in the, like, in the E3, like, trailer, it was showing uh, some Dragon Ball Z characters fighting some Naruto characters. So, yeah, I don't know. I got my eyes peeled on that, man. Like, just because Yugi's in the game, that mother is, like, my interest level then shot up all the way through. All right. Okay, look, I'm looking at my list of topics. Uh, 
saw this topic and he was like, hey, wow, man, it was unusual. So over in the UK, Fortnite is the cause of 5% of divorces in 2018. And from the numbers, they said that's over 200 divorce cases. And you said that, like, this is concrete, too. Like, they looked at court documents and everything and read through them and summarized them. And they have, like, access to the information and everything. It blew my mind. I didn't – I thought it would play a factor, but it says that, like, Fortnite was the primary cause, which really threw me for a loop. Yeah. So, hold on a second. I'm assuming – I don't know much about the U.K. uh, government, but I know over here in the U.S., court documents are considered – it's considered, like, public domain. Like, anybody can view them, but you got to jump through hoops to get them. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's public information. But, uh, what's called, yeah, so they basically went through and, like, they were basically summarizing it up. And they were saying, like, in these cases, like, they were saying that, like, they consider, like, Fortnite an addiction. And, yeah. like, they're comparing it to, like, and they're comparing it to, like, a gambling addiction, drug addiction, like, some went as far as saying that, like, uh, they're preparing it, saying it's as bad as a porn addiction. Me and my face ain't got shook those solos. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, you know, I'm like, because I'm not sure if I've been addicted to playing a game that bad. Because I'm like, at the, because it's one thing to be on the game, but then it's another thing. Because, like, at the end of the day, I can damage control, but I don't know how severe the situation yeah. is. Because... Like when, cause like when women compare, or like, let me just start saying, when somebody com- complains that their significant other is on the game too much, I'm usually quick to damage control and be like, well, I'm like, I'm like, well, it's late at night, you, I'm like, they could be out too, but instead they're on the couch playing. <laughs> 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 I, sometimes I make the same argument, man. I'm really, like, I'm really pro video games, but like. Sorry for the, <laughs> for the very, very. Rude interruption. If you listen to that song, I'm sorry. Uh, if you listen Tuesday from our show, Tuesday Tuesday, it's been cloudy and technical difficulties that way through. So we back to finish the job. We back to finish the job. We've been here the whole time working late. For real, man. We work an overtime, and <laughs> even though we don't get paid. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, for real. Uh, let's see. Where, where we left off, Dr. Disrespect. So, long story short, uh, he was streaming. He got up. He got up and then he left and then he came back and he said somebody shot at his house and he ended the stream. And apparently that was the second day in a row that somebody shot at his house. And this time the bull actually penetrated an upstairs window. Yeah, someone uh, someone said there's like an actual police report for something because there was a there's a streamer back in the day who faked like a swatting. You know who Trick TG is? No. But he was a dude who faked a swatting. Oh, okay. And a lot of people are talking about how, oh, it's fake. But I actually, I haven't gone out to go look for him. But people are saying, like, there's an actual police report and everything. Like, it's 100% real. Okay. It's crazy. Yeah, but. Oliver, you need me, man. Like, why? I don't to someone's house. But, like, I don't, but, like, in these gaming streets, uh, like, people take opinions very seriously in this community for some reason. Yeah. Stupid little things, man. Yeah, I want to know if he like actually disagreed with them or disrespect just destroyed him or something. He got pissed and just ran up on his house. Yeah. I want to know the whole story, man. I wanna, yeah, I want to know the whole story. We need to interview the shooter. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, and 
this is messed up, not only because, you know, your your own home is supposed to be your safe haven. Yeah. Plus, and plus he has uh plus he has a wife and kids at home. So that's even young kid too. Yeah, we young kid. So that makes it even more messed up because because you're mad at him for whatever reason. Bring his whole family into it. Yeah, bringing his whole family into it. Not in the era no more where you catch somebody on the street and then you just like fist fight. You know, sadly we're not in that era no more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, so yeah, we gotta we gotta put the guns down, man. And besides, we're like just shoot. Like if you have a problem with somebody, just like shoot them a tweet or a DM. Like it, it ain't it ain't that serious. It's not because I, I doubt Doctor Disrespect was out here like violating people the same way like six nine is doing. Yeah. No, I completely doubt it. I guarantee if he said something like on stream that was an opinion, I'm gonna put like bold and italics on the word opinion and someone goes to his house and takes it to that level. It's not acceptable, dude. It's so whack. Like just for example, like some people say this console war stuff too seriously, dog. Because I'm like, well, I mean, because first of all, PlayStation's better. Like that's facts. At least this generation. This, at least. Oh yeah. Well, like, yeah. PlayStation Four, I think, is better than Xbox One. But I don't mean to get off topic. Yeah. <laughs> that's a debate yeah. for another time. Yeah. No, you cool. You cool, man. Because it's just like this all. Because it's all a generation by generation. We all know, bro. 360 crushed the PS3. It's just a matter of just. Waiting for, I know, wait a minute, matter of fact, I know, matter of fact, no, 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 it wasn't Xbox Last Generation, it was Nintendo, because the original Wii. Oh, yeah, I forgot all about that. I forget that thing's in my house. <laughs> I never touched that thing anymore. Real, so I'm like, so, I'm like, you just gotta sit back and wait, and like, you just gotta sit back and wait your turn for your, for your favorite console to raise, period. Exactly, so, you know. Xbox, like, Fancy 3, man, they done hired studios and stuff like that, so I'm pretty sure they're planning to come on next generation, so, yeah, so, uh, man, Andrew, <laughs> I know you have a feeling down on this one, EA, they want that smoke with the Belgium government. EA's just a bunch of sellouts, man, I can't, I hate EA, <laughs> we were talking about this earlier, about just, like, you said EA wanted people to go to, like, their local legislators and talk about how, oh, you need to promote about how loot boxes are, like, completely legal and all that stuff yeah. and how, yes. and how like, the state shouldn't be interfering with games. And I agree with that, but I feel like loot boxes are kind of a different issue, especially because, like, because you get a case, you buy a key or whatever the case may be, or you just buy the loot box. Like, it's yeah. gambling to an extent. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. I don't know where you sit on that whole argument. But I look at it as, like, gambling. All right, before I get into my video, I'm going to give you a little quick backstory, okay? So, basically, uh, uh, Josh, well, okay, now I'm not going to go way back to the Star Wars <laughs> Battlefront 2. I'm not going to go way back to that. But, uh, long story short, Belgium is one of the countries over there in Europe, and they have ruled loot boxes to be gambling. And so they want games to go through and modify the uh, loot boxes uh, and some countries uh, some countries like they don't even like uh, stuff. they're not they're not banned in other countries but like some countries just say just say like what the odds are of getting a certain item so people yeah. know ahead of time mm -hmm. but uh, Belgium they said that it's illegal they consider it gambling 
take it out the game or just modify it. Now, 2K Sports for NBA 2K, they actually just went, they just made modifications to my team, and then they just put out a statement, like, uh, basically like EA did. But EA is basically saying that they don't want to do it. Uh, and they're not going to change it and have a back and forth. And now Belgium has launched a, a criminal investigation towards EA. And if EA gets found guilty, I don't think anybody's going to jail. I think worst case scenario is that they're just going to ban EA from selling games in Belgium. Yeah, I mean, just the, if I was EA, how I would think about it, like, you already know they're going to be making bank from those loot boxes in general. Like, that's just a small cut into what they're going to be making from all that. Right. And I mean, like, why risk the game itself or your whole, everything under, like, your, what's the word I'm trying to say? Uh, company? Un- all the games under your company will be allowed, like, in Belgium. You know what I mean? Like, why risk that? Yeah. It's weird, though. I'm sure there's a bigger backstory to it and some stuff we're not hearing about, though. Yeah, so, my, I consider it, uh, I consider it uh, gambling, but I mean, but I, I don't mind it because, you know, I, I learned my lesson back in 2013. So yeah, I learned my lesson with it, too, man. I put some, <laughs> I put some money in the Counter-Strike boxes. And, dude, you know how that goes, oh, yeah. but... It wasn't, like, an absurd amount of money, but it was a lot at the time. It was, like, 40 or 50 bucks or something. And to me, like, at the time, because I didn't have a job, it was a lot yeah. of money. But, I don't know. It shouldn't really be an issue in the first place when you think about it. But, I mean, I guess since technically it's gambling, you know, you got gambling addiction and all that, but, like... Yeah. Because we all know, like, these companies low-key could go back in and change the odds Oh, stuff. yeah. No, there's solid evidence that, like, odds have been changed on certain boxes and, like, patch to patch some things or crates are changed. It's really fishy. Because, like, I'm going to give you all my story with, uh, with uh, loot boxes, okay? Back in 2013, NBA 2K13, this was the first year they introduced BC. Right? And uh, it was just back when my team was real simple, bro. And I didn't buy BC. I spent a whole bunch of money. I don't know how much, but I only bought BC when they did when they put BC on sale. So like, uh, so like, if they put BC on sale for like twenty percent off, I might get the five dollars. The, you know, the normally there'll be five dollars before the twenty percent. I'll get that. And then when they did the fifty percent off sale, oh, you balled out. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, back well back then, uh, back then in middle school, you know, be like, no, I didn't have a job back then, bro. Like the twenty dollars I had, boy, like because the twenty, uh, and then I usually just had like leftover funds because back then, Call of Duty map packs were fifteen dollars, which had about twenty dollar card. Hey, dude, I forgot all about COD map packs. Oh yeah, my so God. I would, like so I would buy the Call of Duty map packs. So I always have five dollars. I would get the $50 tier for $25. But I spent so much money trying to get Allen Iverson, and I never got him. <laughs> That's rough, man. Those boxes screw you up, dude, because you always say, this is going to be the one. It's never the one. Ever. For real. And then, like, oh, my God. Like, I was getting everybody but Allen Iverson, though. I just wanted Allen Iverson, but I never got him. That sucks. Yeah. And then you get yeah, after that, I was like, loot box and stuff, I don't spend money on them. Now. I just kind of like ignore them. But it does get annoying because, like, in Advanced Warfare, when they have the weapon variations, they can only get oh, from those boxes. boxes. That's what yeah, I from loot boxes. And Advanced Warfare. Unlock them or anything. It was like exclusive two boxes. Yes. That's what I yeah, And I didn't. I got. Uh, I got. Uh, I was trying to get, like, one of the like top versions of a battle. I, there are 
there's two of them. I got one of them, but it was the one I was aiming for. Yeah. I still got one of them, so I just kind of settled, and that was towards the end of the year cycle for Call of Duty. So how much do like boxes cost on PS2 like that? I don't give me the line. I don't. I can't. Really, I can't remember. But do you have to get like a box and then you buy a key for it, or can you just open the box? Oh, you can just open the box. Okay. But yeah, so that's what they give you. Like some games, you gotta unlock. You unlock the case. Like over time, just playing the game, you'll get a drop, or you can buy the case, but then you have to buy a key to open the case. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. No, Call of Duty. You just uh, you just got the case and then you can open it. Yeah, that's cool. Either by playing the game or buying it, but playing the game. Odyssey, that season pass is looking fire. Dude, I honestly saw the cinematic trailer for that just randomly. It was like on TV or something, which kind of surprised me. I thought it was a movie. It's a cinematic trailer. It's graphics. It's graphics. And even if it's not in-game footage, but the cinematic, what's it called? Trailers look even better than actually. You don't care if that's how it looks in-game or not. Cinematic trailers are all awesome. I love seeing them. Season pass for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, you're gonna get Legacy of the microphone. So Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you're looking to if you get the season pass, you're getting three things. The first thing you're getting is Legacy of the First Blade. And so you're basically playing as the first person to wield the the famous hidden blades in the series and there's a lot there's a lot of people kinda questioning that because it's like what's the point of Origins, if that was supposed to be Origins. <laughs> but um, I'm going to ask a question on that. The second one is the fate of Atlantis. So you get to play at the Lost City of Atlantis. I think before it becomes the Lost City of Atlantis, you get yeah. to uncover its secrets and stuff like that. So you get that. But the third thing was caught my eye, and I was like, yo. You know, like, if you get to see the patch, you get Assassin's Creed 3 remastered. That's going to be interesting, dude. Because they came out with the Ezio collection, which was two, which was Assassin's Creed two, Brotherhood, and Revelations. Yeah, I think so. Wasn't Ezio and Origins too? Am I wrong? No, I don't, no, I don't think it's Ezio and Origins. I don't think so. Yeah, I haven't it's been too long since I played the game. It's been too long since I played Origins. Uh, but yeah, but uh, a lot of people was like, "Why are you putting this behind a payroll paywall of season passes?" And Ubisoft came out and said. After like after the season pass comes out, you can if you don't want to buy Odyssey and then the season pass, you can just wait a little bit and and get the Assassin's Creed Three remastered by itself. And that's gonna be the cost of like a whole game, like sixty bucks for the remaster. That we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Do we know how much the season pass will be? Uh, they have a price. Hold on, let me do it. Let me do it. I don't. I didn't check. I knew about the game. Just and I knew a little bit about like the DLCs and what they contain, but. I don't know, like, anything about the price of the season pass. Probably, like, 50 bucks or something. Yeah. Oh, they already got the season pass up for pre-sale? Yeah, uh, pre-sale. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. Pre-order a season pass. I don't like the idea of the season pass, man. I don't like the idea of DLC in general. I'm a firm, old-school believer in the fact that, like, if you're paying... I don't know. For stuff like on PC, I understand, like, you're paying 30 or 40 bucks. I can understand tacking DLC on for that. But if you're playing console and you're spending 60 bucks for a game, I don't think you should have to pay an extra 50 bucks to get all the extra DLC. Right. 
$40. Great. It's not too bad. Yeah, so you get a remaster of a game and then two uh, DLC expansions. It's not bad at all. I think that's well worth it. Yeah. So, yeah. whack that it has to happen, but $40 bucks is not bad. Yeah, but, uh, but on the bright side, if you do get, like, one of the, like, like the gold edition or, like, the collector's edition or, like, them special editions and stuff, it comes with that. So, if you get one of those, you get it automatically. So, but you said something about DLC. You know, like, and I want to touch on something real quick before we move to like the the whole TV difference. Yeah. But uh, I remember back uh, what's it called? Like when Arkham Knight first came out, and like the game was like super buggy and glitchy. Oh yeah, I heard. I didn't play it that first day, but um, my dad is a big Batman fan, and I remember him getting <laughs> getting heated, just telling me about like the glitches and everything, just like random crashes and everything, no matter what. You couldn't get into certain fights in your game. Yeah. Just crash. Just terrible stuff. Like, and this is first day. Yeah. This isn't just like some random occurrence. This was everybody. First day of release. Could barely play the game. Yeah. Because I, I remember like the community was like, uh, was like reaching out to the devs and stuff like that. Now, okay, this isn't, okay, disclaimer, this isn't exactly what they said, but I'm just basically going to summarize it up to yeah, basically paraphrase it. Paraphrase it. And what I what they were really saying in my mind because you know they they didn't say this uh, what's that? they didn't say these exact words but the way I interpreted it, it was you know we understand we got these like bugs and glitches in the game but we're trying to develop this DLC right yeah. now so. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it always is <laughs> they did end up putting out like a patch though didn't they yeah but it took like a lot longer than it should have been yeah. right yeah. I can't remember like how long it took because like, I wasn't playing the game at the time like it's it took more, like it took. Once, but you know what? Uh, but you know what made them hurry up though, because this uh, because this was a little bit after uh, Steam had put in that refund policy, oh, where you can yeah. get refunds. And for those of y'all yeah. that, that uh, don't know, the way the refunds work is when you get a refund through Steam, the uh, the publisher and the developers are actually losing money because uh, what's that? Because when you get a a refund, Valve keeps their part of the money. Yeah. So when they send you that $60 back, the, uh, the publishers and developers are losing money. And everybody was refunding that game. Oh, because yeah. Because of uh, English and then uh, Warner, uh, yeah, Warner Interactive, Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, they saw them, uh, they was losing money. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, so that's, uh, yeah, so that's kind of like when they was like, okay, we got to put a like, patch out now. No, they're losing money. And um, with Steam, like, you can play the game. It's not like a 20-minute free trial either. You can play yeah, the game for two or, it's two or three hours. Yeah like, two, yeah, like two or three hours. I think it's two. You're right. Yeah, two hours. Yeah, two two full hours of experiencing bugs. I'd be right there with them. Yeah, because uh, you can play it for up to two hours and within two weeks. Something like that, I think. I don't, I don't know, like, the span of time before, like, you can't. Get your refund, but I do know the playtime is two hours. Yeah, so two hours, and then I think uh, it's going to have two weeks, and then uh, you can still request the refund after that. You just got to fill out. You just have to fill out yeah. an extra long form and stuff like that. And then I'm pretty sure in Batman's case, how like broken it was, uh, like how broken it was, they just did the refunds anyway. And I've had a couple buddies that have done refunds after a couple weeks. I don't know if the policy has changed at all. Like, one of them bought a game, and they did, like, an hour and a half on it. And I can't remember. There was something wrong with the game, and he didn't ask for a refund for, like, a month. 
and he got the refund pretty instantaneously. So they're pretty quick on all that. Yeah. At least last I heard about it. It could have all easily changed, but yeah. yeah. That's a lot of money out the door, man. Yeah, a lot of money out the door. Because at the same time, like, from Val's point of view, I'm pretty sure, hey, we keep our our cut of the $60, (laughs) so we're not losing money, so we're just going to go ahead and give you this refund. That's insane. Segue over to the film and television news, Andrew. Have you been watching anything new? Uh, no, man. I've been pretty much watching the I'm same behind. Stuff. I've been watching the same stuff, man. I'm still on. I started rewatching Stranger Things because okay. I waited too long and I need to go back and remember a couple names and some things that have happened. And that's probably the only. A lot of Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Fire. Oh, yeah. It's just a TV anime Twilight Zone. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I watch it, but I watch, like, episodes. Yeah, just to me, like, which episodes. Like, I watch, like, yeah. one episode every, like, two, three weeks. They're good, man. Especially. <laughs> I mean, it reminds me a lot of, like, Twilight Zone, because it's just a lot of random things that you don't expect to happen. It's just constant plot twists yeah. after plot twists. It's amazing. It's a good yeah. show. Yeah, I've seen, like, three episodes. All right, well, I've been watching. I've still been watching, uh... Power. I am now. I think last time I was on, like I was towards like the end of season three. I'm at the beginning of season four now. And to the power community out there, man, I need y'all to stop with the spoilers, dog. First, Fifty Cent, bro. You need to stop spoiling your own show. Does he post spoilers? Yes, he's really. He posts spoilers on his Twitter, on his Instagram. Yes, he posts spoilers on the show. And then when people like complain in his comment section, he puts, "You should have seen it already." (laughs) That's amazing. Wait, so, like, does he give you, like, a 48-hour window? Or is it, like, after the episode's over, he's, like, talking about it? After the episode is over. That's rough. All right, so basically, if you you watch Power, there are two ways you can watch Power. If you watch it through, uh, well, if you can't wait, because uh, if you have, uh, if you have, they have Stars on Demand, but if you have it in your cable subscription, you get Stars on Demand for free. In your cable subscription. So you can watch it through Stars on Demand at midnight. So Sunday, 12 a.m. But if you don't want to watch, so if you don't want to watch it on like your computer or your phone or whatever, and you want to watch it on television, you have to wait till 9 p.m. I'm surprised they don't throw that on something like Netflix or Hulu and stream it. You know what I mean? I feel I never realized how many people like subscribe to Stars until like. I don't watch Power, but Power Trends on Twitter whenever. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people watch yeah, Power. Another <laughs> continuous joke is that uh, what's called that people call their cable providers Saturday at stores and then Monday morning call them and have them remove it. Can you actually do that? I don't know. I'm pretty sure people are like, I'm pretty sure people are doing that. I'm pretty I'm sure. sure. Yeah, I get that little free trial. I'm like, hey, I want to try this. Where they'll be like, oh, I don't like it. Then the next week they're like, I need it back. Like, I don't like it. <laughs> But a lot of people be spoiling because, like, a lot of people be like, uh, they be ducking people at church <laughs> because, like, people at church will watch it midnight, uh, what's called midnight, and they come to church and talk about it and spoil it. <laughs> and a lot of people be like, so a lot of people just stay off social media like that Sunday. But after, but after, after the nine p.m. Uh, showing on television, as soon as that goes off. 50 Cent does not care. He will spoil the show on his own Instagram. 
as much as like conflict of interest though. I'm surprised like the producers or something don't approach him and be like, "Hey man, you need to slow your roll." Hey, uh, oh, what's going on? They actually, no, uh, what's going on? They actually do. Oh, they do. Yeah, like uh, what's going on? Fifty Cent doesn't care. Yeah, like a like an episode leak, like an episode leaked early, and then Fifty Cent was on Instagram was like, "Man, stars think I leaked the episode." That's crazy. It's like, hey, I'm like, yo, come on. Fifty Cent doesn't care. Man. Yeah, because no, he said, cause like, he, cause like, Power is like the highest rated show on stars. And so 50 said he basically has this mentality of, what, so you're going to get rid of, like, so what, you're going to get rid of your highest rated show? So, like, because 50 said basically knows, like, as long as the ratings are up, the flaw was in his court. 50 said is a finesse, man. Real quick, just real off topic. I'll never forget, like, when he was in court or whatever. And he was, like, getting uh, oh, what, the bankruptcy situation. Bankruptcy. And then on his Instagram, he posted like, this video of all this money. And then they took him back to court. They're like, hold on. They did, you just said about you were broke. What are you doing? <laughs> right. and, and then he finessed them again, and he said that was prop money from power. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe it. Right. I thought that was real money. Right. And then, like, and then. Because he took, I mean, there's no way that dude is hurting for money because he's put out music. And he. He's, I'm pretty sure he's still getting wrote some of his old stuff, too. Oh, yeah. And Power. Like, and all of, like, this type of stuff. Yeah. He's acting for a movie and everything. Does he write or anything for Power? Does he do anything else? Uh, he's like the producer or anything? Yeah, he's, 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 he's an executive producer. Executive yeah. producer? Okay. Yeah, so, so he's, he's good. He's making real good. Yeah, he's money. an executive producer. Oh, he yeah. uh, co-created the show. So, yeah. Oh, he's okay. Bang, red not and... Saying, I salute the fitness because, you because, know, like, all the money he had to pay in lawsuits, he never paid out of his own pocket because he had to, because I think, who was it he had to pay money to, like, uh, Rick Ross's uh, baby mama? Something like that. Yeah, so, like, and then, so, like, he sued somebody else, won that case, and they used that money to pay Rick Ross's baby mama. I heard about that. And then he had to pay something else. And he had to pay uh, somebody else for a court he lost. So he sued his lawyers, uh, was when I was on the case that he lost, got money from them, and then used that money to pay the other person he was supposed to pay. Okay, that's crazy. So they like, just <laughs> wrestler. For real, bro. Hey, salute to 50, man. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the finesse and stuff going on, I love you. <laughs> all right, all right, back on. <laughs> yeah, we kind of went off on a tangent about what right. you said. Yeah, no, it's all cool. It's all cool, man. It's the, the crazier it gets, the better. The more random the at least in my opinion. All right. So, uh, Viacom, uh, for those of y'all that don't know, it's the parent company, the Paramount, which is one of the major uh, Hollywood studios. And uh, so they started back up Paramount Television. So Paramount Television, it was there, they stopped it, and then they brought it back. And so now they have a goal for 2019 to make $600 million next year, and they will, and eventually a billion-dollar company. So, so last, was it last year? I think last year, because you had quarter, yeah, because the fiscal year for 2018 isn't over yet, right? So either last year or this year, they've made $400 million. And so they said next year they want to make $600 million and then eventually in like two, three more years, a billion dollars. Now, I'm not deep into film or anything, like as deep as you are. Is that like a good number? Is that possible? Yeah, yeah it's a good number. Uh, yeah, it's a good number because they just brought it back. Oh, I think it's 2015 they restarted, restarted. And, so, yeah, and they've been uh, producing uh, a 
some good shows. Like, I know they just produced the Jack Ryan TV show on uh, on Amazon that just premiered, yeah. like, the end of August. Yeah, I know of it. Yeah. Um, uh, let me do another quick, uh, quick back check real quick. Because I know they got some more good shows on it under the, uh, under the belt. Okay, re- okay, they revived in 2013. Okay, yeah, so. Okay, lip sync battle. Uh, Ink Master. Oh, oh, they make it. Okay, yeah, they're on Ink Master. Okay, that tattoo show? Yeah. yeah okay. Did you hear all about that tattoo show? Like, apparently one of the artists on the show came out and started saying some stuff about the show. Oh, no, I didn't hear about that. Oh, what? You want me to ruin it for you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but like, cause I, I watched it on Netflix. I haven't watched it on like, actual TV yet. Uh, apparently, I don't know the name of the artist, but you can Google it. <clears throat> and apparently, like, so, like an Ink, ink Master... If you don't know what it is, it's basically all these tattoo artists get in a room and they're vying for this title and whatever the amount of prize money is. And the title is Ink Master. And basically these judges put all these contestants through all these different tattoo challenges. And uh, basically, like, all these cutscenes we see of, like, the judges going in and looking at everyone's work are, like, extremely edited and everything. But, I mean, it's sort of like a reality show, like, but I expected that. But apparently, like, they were barely ever on set. And a lot of, like, the judging and stuff was determined, like, ahead of time and stuff. So it was, like, kind of, I don't know, there's, like, a whole thing on it. One of the artists came out and kind of whistle blew the whole thing. It was crazy. Just talking about how edited the show was and how a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the challenges don't really have a lot to do with tattooing in the first place. It was crazy. Okay. I like that show a lot too, man. Kind yeah, of no, hey, yeah, um, they had some cool tattoos on that show. Right, hey, the seasons that they had on uh, Netflix, I enjoyed them. Because like, it's on, this is on one of the networks that's kind of like flopping my radar. Because like, um, if you have a charter inspection, we know what I'm talking about. You got like the main channels in there and they, you kind of like got that yeah, like after sci-fi, that's like the 70s. Yeah. And then like some of these networks that these shows be coming on being in like the 80s and 90s that kind uh-huh. of survive below everybody's radar. You know of them, but you don't know a lot about them. Yeah. Because uh, like, uh, like sci-fi is like channel 70-something. And if I go past like 70-something, it's going to be like to the like to the early 120s. Because that's like the other, that's like other networks. Like MTV2 and ESPN yeah. and stuff, all that. And then, and then like 2 to 400, I just skipped completely. I don't even know what's on there. And then I just hit 500 and 600 because that's the HBO, Stars, and the, and the movie channels. All right, next piece of news Predator. Like, were you here in that episode talking about Predator? I wasn't here for that episode, but we were talking about Okay, it. okay, I, okay, I talked to you outside I, of yeah, the show. Okay. I was talking about how uh, I saw the figure. But, I mean, I saw the figure right before I talked to you, so I can't remember it off the top of my head right now. But it was, like, really below expectations. Yeah, yeah, so. Really far down there. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> they expected it to do 30, yeah, 30 million opening weekend, and it didn't go up. Now, for most movies... Opening weekend is the biggest weekend, and then it kind of, like, slowly drops. But depending on what happens, it's not that big of a deal because, you know, like, some movies like The Greatest Showman, they only opened up at, like, 8 mil, and then they closed at, like, 4 to 50. So that's crazy. Yeah. But uh, Predator opened at 24 million opening weekend under the 30 million, so now they're talking about 
movie was $88 million. Now, for those of y'all that don't know this, okay, the budget that they report, that's the budget to actually make the film. That is okay. not marketing costs. Yeah, this blew my mind when you told me this. Yeah, so basically, because a lot of producers, uh, stuff, cause like the, a lot of producers that I've talked to, they said that in order to break even, you have to make double your budget. And I didn't understand this at first, but then they said you have to pay back the marketing cost and that reported figure is not marketing. So, like, for example, in an interview, Jason Blum did the producer uh, of all the Blumhouse movies and Get Out, Purge, Paranoid Ticket, something like that. So he said that in order for them to break even on Get Out, they had to make $40 million. The budget to make the movie was $5 million. And... Universal spent $35 million on marketing. Crazy, man. So in order for them to break even, they had to make $40 million. And for these, like, 200 and for, like, these $100 million movies and up, marketing is, like, because we all know that budget for, like, Infinity War, for example, was, like, through the roof. Oh, and we all know they were advertising. Not that. Okay. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> seeing it, like, that was on my mind, like, the month before the movie came out, commercials on every possible channel, YouTube, streaming services, like, everything, it was impossible to escape, so, on that bus, is that what you're looking up right now? Yeah, yeah, okay, so the budget for Infinity War was, they're saying it's between 300 to 400 million. Oh my god, man. And that's, uh, like, and that, that's the reported budget, that, so they probably spent, like, at least another, like, at least like another 150, 200 million on marketing. But you know, that one grows like $2 billion, so they did. So, what was the box office for the first week on Infinity War? Do you know? First week on uh, uh, Yeah, weekend one, they made yeah, 250, I'm just going to round it up, $258 million. Predator on uh, 88 million, but uh, we don't know how much they spent on marketing. So I don't know. They're saying that uh, that Fox might be losing money on this one, and if they do make another Predator, they're probably just gonna either lower the budget or just lower the marketing costs. So I don't remember seeing a lot of commercials or stuff for Predator. I feel like a lot of people didn't really know about it. Yeah, like I've seen it here, I've seen it here and there, but it, it wasn't like, like shoved in yeah, our faces. It didn't have a huge presence. I don't, I don't know. I don't watch a lot of TV though. Like I'm on streaming services and YouTube, so like if it's not put on there, I'm not going to see it. Yeah, and plus, uh, plus me, I don't know. Um, like do they have movies? They probably do, because like I follow like Fan, uh, like Fandango and uh, and like the actual studios and stuff like that. So like when AMC and Cinemark and Fandango. Like post the trailers and posts and stuff. I don't. That most likely they're paying. So yeah. So, but outside of that, like actual commercials and stuff like that, I don't know, it's not like there was ads, but it wasn't being like shoved. All right. All right. Uh, Andrew. Uh, so. Oh my God. I'm losing my energy for this next topic, dog. What is it? Uh, so AMC has said The Walking Dead is returning October seventh. 
I'm too far behind me. I'm two seasons behind. It's starting to get old on me. Yeah, not gonna lie. Now people, uh, now people was uh, laughing because I uh, was stuck out. Next <laughs> app uh, comedy, I said, "Do y'all hear something?" <laughs> <laughs> Which what season is this? Uh, nine. For those of y'all that's new to the show, I stopped watching The Walking Dead, bro, because after, spoiler alert, because after uh, they killed Carl off, I was like, I'm done, bro. You don't like Rick? Bro, like, I, I like Rick and Daryl, but, and, like, Carl's my, like, favorite character, bro. Dude, what you think about when huge spoiler alert for the, for the thing you saw, just in case? What about the time, like, when Carl got shot in the face? Do you think he died right there? Oh, uh, bro. Did you? Is that what you're, was going through your head? You're like, oh my god, he's dead. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, he's dead. <laughs> but like, I'm like, he survived. For real, I was like, bro, I was because I was like, yo, I'm like, they straight fatty walked them, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember the line. He's like, dad, he's balls. My brain goes into Rick mode. That kid who shot needed to be killed off a long time ago. Yeah, but he got, he yeah, he got uh, spoiler alert for that. Yeah, he got eaten by uh, eaten by Walking Dead the same yeah. episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, and yeah, another spoiler. Yeah, like my whole family dies. Yeah. <laughs> God, they all get the word. <laughs> they all got destroyed. Yeah, so. That's a good episode. Yeah, I've so. seen episodes like that that are good, but I feel like they, there's they a lot of too filler. much filler. Yeah, there's too much filler. There's so much filler. Because yeah. it just went from a nice balance to. Too much filler. I don't. Uh, the second half of season eight, I didn't watch because you know Carl died. I stopped watching. So I will watch the second half of season eight when it comes on Netflix at the end of this month. Oh, they don't even have the whole season on there. No, uh, what's because no, uh, what's because no, they don't have season eight on there yet. So what they do is because I think AMC is trying to force you if you want to go get caught up, buy it out on DVD or buy it off of like Amazon or iTunes or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but if you don't want to do that, then they put The Walking Dead, like, a couple of weeks before the new season premieres, they put the, the newest season on Netflix, mm-hmm. and that'll give you, like, a week or two to binge watch and catch up. I'll just watch it there. I'm not going to watch season nine because, uh, yeah, because, uh, you know, y'all, y'all killed, spoiler alert, like, y'all killed uh, uh, Tyrone Tyrese, he's been so long. Oh, Tyrone Tyrese and they kill. I can't remember uh, Tyler Dane Williams' character, so it's too. And then y'all kill Carl. My, my friends from high school was like, "Oh, you were serious? Like you were serious?" I said, "Yes, bro. I wasn't playing." I said, "If they kill Carl, I'm done with the show." <laughs> <laughs> no, they need to. I, I guess Carl's like a major character. That's like a huge death in the show. Yeah. But like, we need we need something big, yeah. like Rick or Daryl. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Rick, uh, sp- uh, spoiler alert! <laughs> oh, coming season. Yeah, Rick. Rick's about to be out of there. He wants to opt out of the show. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's kind of, so yeah, this was the last scene of his contract. He said he would, uh, he, like, he was done. I would be too, man. How long has he been on that show now? Nine, it's been around. Nine years. He's been, wow. he's been there since season one, episode one. Yeah. He was the first character. That's crazy. Yeah. And plus, run, man. I like his character. Yeah, yeah plus, if, and plus, if he saved his money, which I'm pretty sure he did, bro. Yeah. Because, like, like, back, uh, like, around season five, that's when they, like, started making his back. Oh, yeah. Shout out to, because, uh, uh, cause, you know, I read some stuff that was going on behind the scenes between AMC and Chandler Riggs. So, uh, you know, sh- I just want to give a shout out to Chandler Riggs, man. He out here living his best life. For real, bro. What's he doing now? Huh? What's he doing now? Uh, he's, living, uh, he's living his best life, and he does, uh, and he makes music now. Wait, what? Yeah. Carl's making music? Yeah, he's making music Is now. Is it rap? No, no, it's oh. like, uh. 
just like eating them, like drum and bass music. Oh, okay. That's so cool, though. No, I wanted to hear like a rap about him slashing coffee shops and walkers and stuff. It'd be crazy. Have like a walking dead rap by someone who's actually in the show. It'd be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> man. So, Chandler Ray, shout out to you, man. I see you. I see you on the ground living your best life, man. You're getting bookings, bro. Yeah, living your best life. Good for him, man. Yeah, good for you. After what AMC did, uh, did to you behind the scenes. So basically, uh, so basically, uh, what's called word on the street was that uh, Chandler he's gonna take a he's gonna take a year off of college. Like instead of going from high school to college, he was gonna take a year off to focus on The Walking Dead. Uh, okay. And then so uh, and then Chandler Riggs did, apparently this is uh, what's called like nothing has been like confirmed or denied by either parties, but these are just like inside of sources on, like, these websites that are pretty reputable, like, yeah. like uh, Hollywood Reporter and all that other stuff like that. So, basically, like, they're saying that AMC was talking to Chandler Riggs about, oh, we want to extend your contract for, like, three more seasons and this, that, That's and third. Time, yeah, three seasons, this, that, and the third. And then I guess Chandler Riggs was like, oh, dang. He was like, oh, they talking, like, they talking, like, long term. So I guess he said I was going to take a year off, of, uh, a year off of college. You know, like and then Wait, he's still in college. What? Yeah, no, he's like he's like a year or two younger than us. Oh, I didn't know he was still going to college. Yeah, probably making as much money as he was. That's uh, uh, I don't know if he's going right, right now. I think this is. I think uh, he's going through the gap year right now. Oh, okay, okay. I think. Um, I just didn't know he was still going to school through all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, be, man. He's making, he's making <laughs> hey, bro, he crazy, bro. He always comes to, like, apparently, like, uh, he was still going to, like, because uh, I think they say he was still going to public high school and stuff. I wonder if he had, like, a bunch of clout because he was just in Walking Dead. That'd be kind of annoying. Just everyone asking you questions about the show 24-7. Yeah. Just being out in public like that. Yeah, but. Not um, that everyone watches The Walking Dead, but, like, a lot of people do. A lot of yeah. people know who he is. Like, he's one of the. I'd say he's one of the faces of the show. Yeah. But, yeah, but, like, I don't know, he's been able to, like, for at least from outside looking at he's he looks like he's been able to live a pretty normal life. Good for him, though. I didn't know that. So, yeah, so, and then AMC, of course, they killed his character off, and then they're saying, like, uh, like, his, some people on his side of the camp uh, were, like, mad and going off on AMC. They were, like, talking about long term, and he just going to kill him off like that. So if that is true, shout out to Taylor Riggs again. <laughs> he out here living his best life. Force their hand. Really, he's out here living his best Chandler life. Riggs is not a sellout. See what next? Uh, okay, uh, Batman, the Batman Ninja anime movie that's coming to Netflix October seventh. That's news to me. Yeah, it's a uh, like it's it's literally like it's Batman you know, set in Japan and he's like a ninja. What? Okay, that sounds nutty. Like it looks like. I feel like the actual, like, and, like, if you look it up, like, it looks like an actual, like, hardcore, like, anime. Really? Uh, I gotta ask my nephew about it. Is it English like, dub? I don't know. I gotta I got call up my nephew, because I know he, but, uh, what's called, because I know, uh, we got him the, that DVD, that DVD for his birthday that just passed. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's, it might be English dub. I'm pretty sure. English dub is basically, for anyone that doesn't know, like, English translation over... Over the show. Over the show. Thank you. Yeah, so. Not, su- not subtitles. It's like you actually hear it. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's next on this list? All right. 
uh, WWE's uh, The Marine Six. Because I know they made two, and then I just found out, like, recently that they made, like, a bunch more. So, The Marine Six, these movies, like, don't come out. Uh, these WWE movies typically don't come out in theater. They just, like, straight to video. Like, straight to video on demand and straight to DVD. So, uh, and that's the same thing with this one. So, uh, The Marine Six, as far as The Miz, Shawn Michaels, and Becky Lynch, it's coming out, coming out November 13th, and that is straight to video and straight to DVD, so okay. I'm going to say this one because I feel like this this, this is going to be the biggest discussion after that. Alright, the Venom movie, you know about the Venom movie, right? Oh, yeah. PG-13 rated. What? Yes. Oh, no, man. I want to see PG-13 before I see this. I, I was saying, but like, after, because after uh, Logan and after Deadpool, you would think you would see some more superhero movies, and they're like, Venom is like one of the villains where it's like he was going around just tearing people up. Yeah, tearing people apart, yeah. eating them. Like, oh, okay. So, I don't know, man. I think it would be something like Deadpool that is just unbelievably like, raunchy, like, just language in general and sexual preferences, just raunchy through the roof. Just nasty. I'm just surprised they don't go, like, the violent route. Even Deadpool's violent. Yeah, and Logan. Like, Logan slicing people in I actually haven't seen Logan. Okay, I know Logan. Yeah, Logan. Yeah, Logan. Uh, was because it was rated R, the final Wolverine movie. Logan, that was rated R, and but he was in there messing people up, yo. So and that did that did really good. So I'm like, yo, I'm like, we need some more rated R movies. But uh, like should be, bro. Well, I mean, maybe not back in the day because like everyone was like kid friendly, kid friendly, and, friendly and all that kind of stuff. But like, I feel like. Especially like Venom. Like I don't know if you've seen like any of the comic books or anything, or like any kind of spin-off of Venom, but he's supposed to be like this extremely demonic dark character right. that just doesn't have any sympathy for human life. Right. And then like my my reasoning behind the PG thirteen is because I think they say because like because uh, like they're saying that it's in the universe and stuff. Like they're saying like uh, this is a universe without Peter Parker, but then they're saying at the same. But then they're saying at the same time, like it's connected to this universe at the same time. Wait, so is it all? Con- is that Venom will be connected to Marvel, right? Are we going to see Venom like in Infinity War or something, chopping it up? That'd be amazing. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's what we think because we was like, yo, like they got a, they must be planning on having Spider Man making like some type of cameo appearance if they're doing a PG thirteen rated and. And they're contracted to do three of these Venom movies, so they must. So they must be looking to merge it into merging into Marvel down the line if they're doing this PG thirteen rating. It's whack, man. I want to see people rip the shreds. Oh my god! Uh, all right, last one. Uh, Henry Cavill. Did you hear about Henry Cavill possibly being out of Superman? Wait, what? No. Oh no. Okay. Well, so. Uh, so all of this is still, all of this is still, is still up in the air. All right. So basically, to give you the quick rundown on how they got to this point. So I believe uh, I could be wrong, but I believe that uh, they had like 
extended his contract out to be uh, to be Superman uh, for some more DC uh, universe movies. Now, uh, let's start with Henry Cavill. He just signed on to be uh, Geralt in the Witcher TV series, and now, and like about a week ago, Warner Brothers was negotiating with. Henry Cavill's representation about doing a cameo appearance in the new Shazam movie. And there's been too many, um, and apparently they're saying there's been too many scheduling conflicts. And then so now, and so now, boom, out of nowhere, Henry Cavill could possibly be out as Superman. I mean, DC is always out here, I feel like, taking L's. When it comes to trying to make a universe like Marvel, because I feel like they've made so many like different movies of movies that they're like, oh yeah, it's not like with this, it's with this. Like, I feel like they kind of struggle with that whole one universe feel that like Marvel has. You really? know what I mean? You yeah. agree with that? Yeah. And plus, they try to rush in it like too quickly. Yeah. I'm like they could like they basically put everybody's origin stories that that wasn't. That wasn't uh, Superman and Batman. Their origin stories was in Justice was in Justice League. Or yeah, they got shortened everyone's thing. Yeah, so they just like jumped in it because you know, like, uh, what's it called? Because you know, Marvel like over the years they got everybody used to each other. So you know, you had uh, Robert Downey Jr. pop up in all these movies and yeah. vice versa. So they got a feel for each other, and then they did the Avengers, mm-hmm. and they just kind of like rushed into which I think was their mistake. And I remember when uh, when that PR came out where the like president or CEO of like Warner Brothers had said like the business plan for DC is to make is to now make good movies. And, re- and everybody on Twitter was like, yo, what was the business plan before that? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're right. What was the business plan? Confuses everybody. <laughs> or like one thing, like all the Fantastic Four movies or like what's another example? All the X-Men movies that kind of pop out of place. Because you have, like, the old, like, OG Fantastic Four and X-Men movies. But then, like, when you talk about DC Universe, people are like, oh, yeah, those are void. These are the ones we're looking at now. And, like, the older ones had, like, I don't know. There's, like, so much stigma behind it. I'm biased, too, because I love Marvel. But, I don't know. DC's taking hell. Especially, like, with... I mean, now they want to have this feel of, like, a DC universe, and now they're going to have to find a new Superman. Right, so, uh, what's called, so, okay, so, I feel like people are trying to get clout, and they just, like, throw, like, <laughs> other rumors out there, because, like, literally, like, I think, like, an hour or two after this news broke, a rumor popped out, they want to get Michael B. Jordan to be the new Superman. I saw that, yeah, I thought that was just people didn't like Henry, and they wanted, I didn't know, like, he was stepping away at the time. I thought they just wanted a different Superman because they didn't like him and how he portrayed the role. No, but I saw something about, like, scheduling conflicts. They're saying that's the main reason. Someone, I saw something on Twitter that, like, Donald Glover or something was going to be Superman. Hey, hey. Maybe Donald Glover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? I'm pretty sure he's supposed to play Black Spider-Man, though. I'd love to see him as Spider-Man. All right, so if this is true about Michael, they, well, about them wanting to get Michael B. Jordan, uh, I would want to see like 
Michael B. Jordan come in as like a new character from Krypton, you know what I'm saying? Because like, don't just make Henry Cavill black for the sake of being black. Like, just have like have him as like his own separate like character, whereas like you can I don't know, put him in a universe where there is no Henry Cavill Superman, but just like have him like bring his own like backstory and stuff to it. Um, yeah. But uh, let me read this statement from Henry Cavill's representation real quick. Shout out Danny Garcia. Uh, she manages Henry Cavill and The Rock. She is doing an amazing job, but she keeps them busy. And they all three of them are getting to that money. Hey, Danny Garcia, bro. Uh, you know, if you got a spot opening, bro, I'm looking for uh, an agent. Be amazing. I got an agent. Unstoppable. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm looking, I'm like, I'm looking for an agent. You know, uh, you know hit me up. <laughs> right, but, uh, but, yeah, she said on Twitter, be peaceful. The cape is still in the closet. Warner Brother Pictures has been and continues to be our partners as they evolve the DC universe. Anticipate a Warner Brothers statement later today, and I know, and I don't think Warner Brothers put out a statement later next day unless it flew under everybody's radar. So uh, it's not official, but uh, it's because but you know it's just scheduling conflicts. I'm pretty sure they can make something work because you know like the rock like. Like, if you look at, like, The Rock and, like, these other movie stars, like, they be, they don't be getting done, like, filming on set to, like, 3.30 in the morning and stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Did you see that article about how much The Rock made in a year? Yes, bro. Like, a uh, hundred. Like, I just saw I think it's about 64, maybe. No, dude. It says, here it says between June 2017 and June 2018, Dwayne The Rock Johnson earned $125 million. Oh, he did. Hey, bro. Hey, and these, dude, I see him like on every, in every movie. I, I swear. swear. <laughs> Danny Garcia, she putting in that work, man. She is, man. I see him in every movie. It seems like. Not that I hate it. I like the rock. Yeah, like if you think about, it, like if you're an agent and your job is to get your your uh your client work because an agent get a piece off of what they make. So I'm guessing her logic is, hold on, well, if you're not working, that means I'm not working. Yeah, that's 125 million. I don't know if that's just like how much he earned, and that's before he's splitting all the money up and paying who he needs to pay. But the figure was 125 million. Well, I just think that everybody needs to that's, that's, that's money. Even if it's only, I said only 60 million. <laughs> Do you get it? Like, like whichever figure is correct, that's still 60 million over 60 million in a year. A year like, <laughs> compared to his entire career. <laughs> and he still, because like every other like week or every other week, like he signed a new contract or something. Seems like it. I see him in everything. And Garcia, bro, hit me up. I'm a, bro, I'll make my schedule <laughs> open for any work you find. Yeah. <laughs> I will make my schedule open. Oh, my God. Hey. So that's it for this week's news. Uh, do you need to bounce or are you down to like talk some more? We can talk some more. I have time. It's only 520. Alright, y'all, I'm going to go ahead and cut the audio short right here. We hit the hour mark. Uh, there is a whole other hour of dialogue, and I will upload that in the next day or so. So if you're listening to this after a day or two after, then it should be available. So if it's a day or two after this, go ahead and listen to the next episode. It's going to be the second half of this conversation. Or I might just break up each segment after that. Just make it a song. But either way, you know, the usual social media, Twitter, 
Dylan underscore CBE, D-Y-L-A-N underscore CBE, and I'll catch y'all later. Peace.